Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. My name is Bob Heilig, your host and the founder of Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for the new wave of network marketing leaders that want to make an impact and aren't just building a downline, they're building a better world. Join us each week and learn how to build a profitable network marketing business that gives you complete freedom so that you can give back to the world in an even bigger way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 95 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about motivating your team. So we're kind of continuing this theme of leadership and team building over the last couple of episodes. Hopefully, you've gotten tons of value. But let me share with you who this episode is going to be for today. If you're listening to this right now and you have ever felt frustrated because no matter what you do or say, it doesn't seem like you can have any effect on getting your team to take action, to do more, to want it more. If that's you, this is going to be the episode for you. If you've ever felt discouraged thinking, why am I the only one that really wants this thing or that does anything? Maybe you've, you've started to question your own leadership ability because you haven't done a great job duplicating other leaders. And God forbid you step away from your business for any length of time. It's like a house of cards. It's going to fall apart. If you've ever felt any of these ways, I'm telling you the information that I'm going to share with you in today's episode is going to be life-changing to you. It is going to completely change the way you look at being a leader and building a team. And in this episode, I am going to answer a question or or give you my opinion on what is often a, a very debated issue in this profession, which is this. Should you be focusing your personal time as a leader on your own business and your own personal recruits and customers? Or should you be focusing your time as a leader working with and helping the people on your team? Another way to say this is should you be focusing on going wide or going deep? And we just actually finished an entire masterclass. We're spending the entire month of September on leadership and advanced team building in my membership community, the Legacy Leadership Academy. So this topic is really fresh on my mind, but I'm going to break this down for you in a way that I promise for many of you, you've never even heard this conversation or thought about building a team in the way that I'm going to lay it out for you here today. But before I get into the details of what is wide, what is deep, what should we be focusing on? I want to start off answering this question because I don't, I just don't want to assume that all of you are bought into, yeah, we need to build a team. So let me answer the question why should we focus building a team? And I'll tell you, the answer is really pretty simple. Building an organization is the only way that you will ever achieve true freedom when it comes to your network marketing business. That's just the reality. Look, I have found this you can make money selling products. And you can even make a living teaching a handful of other people on your team to do the same. But if you want to experience true financial and time freedom, you're only going to accomplish that through a team. And I'd like to take it even one step further. And I'm going to say as a member of this community, as someone that listens to my podcast, 
I'm going to just assume that you are here because you share the same belief that I do about your network marketing business. And that is you want to make a bigger impact. And what I want you to recognize is that having a team of people that you can influence in terms of the way that they think about their business, the way they go about building their business, and even the way that they live their life, I want you to understand that that team gives you the ability to scale the impact that you can make in this world exponentially. So the bigger team you have, the bigger impact that you're going to make through your business, and the more money that you're going to make as a byproduct of that impact. And this is what the philosophy of legacy leadership that I teach is all about. Using the vehicle of network marketing to create positive, lasting change in the world. And I want you to understand it starts with you as the leader. But here's the issue for a lot of people. When it comes to building a team and having them decide where to focus their personal time, they're flat out just given bad advice. They're taught to focus on the wrong things and the wrong areas of their business. And as a result, not only do they struggle growing their business, but they really struggle as a leader. They limit their ability to influence the people that are on their team and move them into action. And here's what a lot of you don't realize. Building a team gives you something so important that you need if you want to do a better job motivating people, right? That's what this episode's about, the secret to motivating the people on your team, right? Some of you are so fed up with having the same conversations over and over again with the people you brought into the business. Come on, you can do this. They say all the right things, but they do nothing. And it is driving you crazy. Look, I get it. I've been there. But I'm telling you what you are missing in these scenarios and why you're not able to motivate them is you do not have leverage. Building a team gives you leverage. And I'd like to share with you the definition of leverage that I'd like to use for this training. Here's what it is. Leverage is having the power to influence a person or situation to achieve a particular outcome. So in other words, leverage is getting people to do what you want them to do, right? And for any of you that struggle with being able to motivate people, it's only for one reason you don't have enough leverage with them. So here's the million dollar question. How do you create more leverage on your team? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to teach you in this training today. You're going to learn how to create more leverage, which is going to do a number of things for you. It's going to first increase your confidence, belief, and effectiveness as a leader. It's going to provide you that motivation when before you felt powerless because you couldn't get them to do anything. When you start creating leverage, you watch how much better people respond to your coaching and they actually get to work and they do something. The list can go on and on. The benefits of leverage are, are numerous, but Here's what I really want to focus on is I want to focus on the specifics of helping you create it. And I'd like to start this conversation by introducing you to two different concepts when it comes to building a team. One of them is width. The other one is depth. And it is vitally important that as a leader, you understand what both of these are and the role that they play in helping you develop a stable, strong, and healthy team. See, a strong, stable organization has both width and depth. 
Now, with refers to the people that you personally recruit into the business. It's your generation or your level one consultants. So if you can think of it like this, if you could draw out your entire organization on a piece of paper, the more people you recruit, the more with or the wider you are in your team. So going wide, that's the thing that you really do want to focus on when you start out building your business. Because the way it goes is the more people that you personally recruit, the better your chances are of finding the people that you actually want to help you reach your goals. Now, I'll guarantee you one thing. If your compensation plan tells you that you need to build five separate teams that all achieve a certain level and have a certain level of leader in them, I can guarantee you, you're not going to find those five teams with your first five, 10, or even 15 recruits, maybe if you're lucky. See, here's what you're going to need to do. You want to find five serious teams. You're going to probably have to go out and personally recruit 40, 50, 100 people maybe. Now, I know that sounds like a daunting task, but I'm just trying to give you a wake-up call. You got to go wide quickly to find the people that you're looking for to help build depth. This is the way that this business works. And the sooner you understand that, the better. The problem some of you have is you've got five teams and you're just trying to squeeze blood out of those rocks. They're dead and you just keep giving them CPR and mouth to mouth and trying to resuscitate them and say, oh, come on, I got my five here. We got to make it work. I know you can do it. And you don't understand the way that this works. You got to build wide in order to get depth. Let's talk about the second part, which is depth. Depth refers to the people that come into your team through the people that you recruited. So these are the people that are on your second level, third, fourth, fifth, however many levels or generations that you have. That refers to depth. Now, here's the huge mistake that many leaders make in the area of building depth. They think that depth is not their responsibility. And that, as a matter of fact, they really can't control it happening. And I am telling you, nothing could be further from the truth. Look, the one thing that almost every person in this profession that has reached extraordinary levels, the highest levels in all the different companies is this. They spend, I can promise you, tons of time focusing on building depth in their teams. They don't sit around and wait for depth to happen, pray that someday it works out. They don't rely on the people they recruit to go out and make it happen for themselves because they realize that if they do that, then nothing's going to happen. They're incredibly proactive when it comes to working with their team. They go out and use their influence as a leader to make it happen. What I'm trying to get you to understand is this. Building depth in your organization is your responsibility. And there absolutely are things that you can begin to do today to make that happen. So that means when you personally recruit someone, it's your job to help them get their first recruit and so on and so on. Look, when you start a new team, you have to do all the heavy lifting and build the depth because no one else on that team is capable of doing it. They're brand new. And what far too many leaders do, and sadly, this is often what's taught to them, is you only work with your personal recruits and maybe your second level consultants. 
And then there's this expectation that people should just be responsible for their own people. Like people are possessions, right? That they get offended. What are you doing working with my people? And I'm telling you that mentality, that culture is the thing that kills momentum and growth. Here's why. Most people are never going to be able to do it completely on their own. And I'm telling you, if this is what you teach your team, it needs to change immediately. Now, it's probably not your fault if that's the case, because it was probably just what was taught to you by your upline. But you need to start to do it differently. Now, I share this with people and I fully recognize here's the thing that comes up sometimes. People hear me say this, build depth, work with the people that are on your second, third, fourth generation, so on. People say, yeah, but Bob. Our compensation plan really tells us that we just need to work with the people that are personally sponsored to us or through a certain amount of levels of our business. And I get that. And I also know that the compensation plan sometimes naturally has people do those things and only work with their frontline distributors trying to just motivate them into doing what they need to do only eventually to realize that that strategy doesn't work very well. And the reason why it doesn't work very well, what I want to wake you up to today is you don't have any leverage. It is building depth under your first generation consultant. That's what gives you the leverage to move them into action. See, when you can build depth in a new team or even an existing team that you have, it does something very powerful. It begins to create something called fear of loss motivation. See, there are two ways to motivate someone on your team. The first way is this, the promise of positive outcomes. So that would be, for example, things like you can make this much money. Look at this bonus that's available to you. Look at this car that you can get when you hit this rank. Don't you want to pay off your bills or quit your job? The potential for gain is, hey, if you do this, you can get that. And that works for some people, right? The people that come in that have a strong enough internal motivation and drive to go out and do it, that'll be enough. But that's not the case for most. And you probably already know that. There's so much to gain out there. There's so much opportunity, so much money. And you're just driving yourself crazy being like, why doesn't my team get it? Look at everything they can get. And the reason why is because motivating only from the promise of positive outcomes is not a very effective way to motivate. See, you need the second type of motivation, which is 100 times stronger. And here's what it is. The fear of losing something of value. This is what's referred to as fear of loss motivation. Here's how it works. When you focus on building depth in someone's team and you do that quickly, it creates this incredible fear that the person who started this is like, oh my God, I'm going to miss out on what's happening. And it is a real fear because you know, if they don't get to work, hit that next rank, position themselves to get the money that's flowing through the comp plan that you're check cashing out and they're missing because they're not qualified. That's a very real thing. But here's what I want you to understand. You are the one that needs to manufacture this for most people. So what we realize is the better we get at building depth, the more, the deeper we can grow it, the quicker, the more intense this fear of loss becomes. See, think of it as positive stress. Not all stress is bad. 
You must have positive stress in an organization if you want to help people reach their full potential. You got to have people facing the reality of what is or isn't happening and reminding them, here's what you're missing out on, or here's what you're going to miss out on if you don't do the work. See, the mindset that I really want you to approach when we talk about creating this fear of loss motivation, if you want to make this happen, here's the mindset you need to adopt. I call it chasing the business. And what that means is this. You never wait for opportunities to come to you. You don't wait for people to bring prospects to you, to call you, to set up meetings and trainings. You are incredibly proactive in reaching out and making these things happening. It's operating your business with an extreme sense of urgency. So let me give you an example. Here's what a leader would do that's chasing the business. On Sunday night or Monday morning, they'd look at their schedule and they'd realize Thursday night, I've got two hours that I can work my business and I don't have anything on my schedule. And the question they would ask themselves is, okay, who can I call right now to try to get them to give me something to do Thursday night? And I would call Susie and I'd say, hey, Susie, look, I just want to let you know, you know, Susie's a new person. She's in her first 30 days. I'm working with her. Susie, I don't have anything Thursday night. I've got two hours. I've got from seven to nine, and I want to give you an entire hour. Would you rather have seven to eight or would you rather have eight to nine? I'd rather have eight to nine. Okay, here's what I want you to do, Susie. From eight to nine, I want you to try to get me on the phone with as many people as possible. Can you do that? Can you reach out and try to set up a couple of meetings, a couple of calls? Or I might say this, I might call up one of my reps and I might say, look, I'm going to be in your area on Saturday. I've got a coffee meeting, but I'm free for lunch. Who can we meet with that lives in your area that I can present to for you? That is chasing the business. Now, every time you do that, it's not going to just wind up as the perfect result. But I'll tell you what, you do that consistently every day over time, you will have a hundred times the amount of opportunities and production that actually happen. But I'm telling you, most people don't do this. Most people just sit around and they wait. And you know, you must begin to change the way that you approach your business. Chasing the business tells you this. You don't just work with the people you bring in, you work through them. You realize that every new person that comes into your team, you treat them as if they're your personal recruit. And then here's what's even more powerful. Some of you that are stressing out because you're like, Bob, my warm market is burnt. I don't have anybody to talk to. Well, here's what you realize. When you adopt this mindset of working through people, of building depth, of chasing the business, what you realize is every person that joins your team, new person, their entire warm market is now a part of your warm market. And if you get this and you learn how to do this properly, you will realize you'll never run out of people to talk to. So this is critical. And I'm telling you, adopting this mentality of chasing the business, of working through people, of when you're building a new team, continuing over and over to do that until you can develop and train enough other leaders so that they can take on some of that responsibility, this is what is necessary. And it might require you, if you recruit me today and you start working with me and helping me build my team, you might have to do almost all of the heavy lifting for the first 60 to 90 days before you begin to pass the baton off to me to take on some of that responsibility. Now, here's what's critical, though. If you're going to be rolling up your sleeves and doing the work, doing the presentations, doing the trainings, doing the calls, having that urgency, chasing the business, here's what you must do 
at the same time if you really want this process to work. Everything you do in that new team, everything, every call, every presentation, every training, it is an opportunity to teach someone else. And what that means is that if you're doing a presentation on my team, you include me to listen, to watch, to learn, so that this way, as you're working hard building the team, everything you do is training the people who will eventually become the leaders to take that over for you. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Here's how this would work in a real scenario. Let's say you recruit me and I'm on your first generation. Now, naturally, you're going to train me and help me launch my business because that's what you do. You're going to work with me and help me get my first recruit. And let's say her name is Shannon. Now, Shannon is on your second generation. Now, you are the one that trains Shannon just like you recruited her because I'm brand new and I don't know how to do that. But you have me right there with you while you're doing it. And you let me know. You say, Bob, you better pay close attention to everything I do and say, because there's going to be a point in time where you're going to be doing this yourself. You set that expectation very, very early. And then here's what happens. Shannon goes out. You help her get her first recruit. And let's say his name is Joe. Joe is on your third generation. You train Joe as if he is your own personal recruit and you have Shannon there watching, listening, learning. You may even use that as an opportunity to teach me. And you continue this process as long as you need over and over and over until you develop enough depth to create the leverage to motivate everyone through fear of loss and to create enough leaders to make that team sustainable on its own. Look, let me just say this. I'm a mind reader. You know this. And I can tell what some of you are thinking right now. You are sitting there while you're running on the treadmill or you're driving in your car and you are stressing out and you are like, oh my God, I've got a lot of work to do. I'm not doing any of this. No wonder things have not been going the way that I wanted. I've never even thought about building my team this way. And I recognize that what I'm teaching you is probably very different, not only from what you've been taught before, but the things that you've been doing. But I want to assure you, this is what is necessary if you want to reach extraordinary levels in this profession. And look, for those of you that would like some additional help in this area of implementing this strategy, I've got a detailed plan of exactly how to do it. I mentioned that we did a training just this week in my membership program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. We did an entire masterclass, and I have actually broken this entire process down into five simple steps of how you begin to build depth in an organization very quickly, create fast results, and duplicate leaders. So everything that I've told you, how to get a new person into action right away and help them get their first recruit. How to then take that recruit and go out and duplicate the same thing. And in the process of doing that, use all of this as an opportunity to train. I've put this together in a very simple but incredibly powerful five-step system that we teach inside of our membership program. Now, all you have to do, just go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com. You can sign up for our wait list. We open up enrollment. If you're listening to this in September, we will be opening enrollment up again in the next 30 to 45 days, most likely. And maybe you might even be listening to this during one of our enrollment periods. But if we're not open, join our wait list. And here's the thing. When you join, you get access to all of our past training. So as soon as you join, all of what I'm sharing with you will be available and ready for you. And... Um, 
I just want you to understand this, that I want you to realize if you know you need to step up your game when it comes to leadership, this is a really important first step. So I'll put the link in the show notes for the membership site. But on either way, whether you decide to join or not, I hope that today I've at least opened your eyes to a different way that you need to go about building your team. And I want you to remember this in closing. It is your job to build depth in your team. Yes, I get it. You must go wide. You've got to personally recruit. But you only do that to give you the opportunities to find that one right person that's willing to do the work, that's coachable, that's committed, so that you can build depth through that person, give you the leverage that you need to be an effective leader. So stop trying to motivate everyone on your front line just through the potential for gain. Start developing leverage through depth and begin motivating through fear of loss. And you are going to be blown away when you see how much more effective that is. So that's the episode today. As always, love all of you for being here. Thanks so much for being a part of this community. I hope you got a ton of value out of today's episode and I'll see you real soon on the next episode. Take care. 